It's Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, when Mead is angry, Shelly comes out to play. Yeah. Plus, educational HIV raw pause load sex, anal chain dropping, and the leading website for fresh untainted semen has been hit with a data breach. face cookies and i love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth the vagina is full of ace i know what abortion smells like did you know abortion even has smell yeah Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Got a great one for you today. I was thinking about uh, qualities in people, and I think one of the most honorable or desirable qualities um, is the ability to express empathy, to be an empathetic person. What is an even better quality? Convincingly faking empathy. I think I'm pretty good at that. That's one of my qualities. When I talk to you, you really think that I give a shit. Oh, you lost your baby. It drowned. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. The cancer's come back. Oh, I am so... If there's anything I can do for you. Meanwhile, you know what I'm thinking about as I'm saying these words? I hope I remembered to DVR press your luck that Elizabeth Banks is a great game show host. I hope those limited-time-only chicken tacos are still available at Taco Bell. Yeah, my mind is all over the place. Not thinking about this cancer victim or their dead baby at all. It takes so little brain power to be empathetic. Your brain is totally free to think about whatever selfish thing you want to think about. That's the great thing about uh, uh, empathy as a quality. It's super easy to fake. The trick about being empathetic is um, you can't talk a lot. You know, when someone is confessing to you, yeah, I got to put my mom in a home because she has dementia. She's starting to slip. You can't be like, oh, yeah, dementia. I've got a few anecdotes about that. I went to visit my in-laws a few years ago. We thought they were doing fine. They were offering us dishwasher tablets as uh, after-dinner mints. You know, those electrosol things? They served us a raw potato. They thought they cooked it. They were all over the place. They totally have dementia. They were brushing their teeth with uh, caulking. They found a tube of this stuff in the basement for the bathroom, you know, to seal it up. Thought it was toothpaste. Fucking crackers. Like, even though you're talking to this person about dementia, you're not being very empathetic. You got to just listen. Shut your mouth. That's the trick. Just a lot of nodding and saying reassuring or 
words of sympathy. Also, tilting your head. That's a big one. You tilt your head and you sort of move it up and down. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, and then move it the other way. Oh, yeah. I should really teach a course on empathy. I'm super good at faking it. You know where there's uh, no empathy being shown in either direction? It's uh, this abortion debate. Ever since Roe versus Wade, you know, got overturned, there are protests on both sides popping up everywhere. On one hand, you got the religious folk who are like, you know, it's it's, it's a living baby. You're killing a baby. And the pro-choice women don't give a shit about that. They're like, I don't care. It's my body. I'll do what I want. Whatever I'm shitting out of this pussy, it's under my control. Meanwhile, on the flip side, you know, pro-choice people are like, "Uh, look, I'm pregnant. I'm fucking 18 years old. I'm not ready to have a kid. I, I, I can't financially take care of it. It's going to ruin my life. It's, um, you know, it's a bunch of, cl- you know, a clump of cells at this point. It can't live on its own. So, yeah, I'm going to terminate it. I'm get a nice, safe abortion before, you know, the baby is cognizant and can feel something. Then the Christian uh, pro-lifers rationally respond, You're a murderer! This precious baby! The doctor's going to take an axe and chop it up inside your uterus and then suck out the bloody body parts! Is this what you want? You monster! You're like, it's just... <laughs> No, no empathy whatsoever. And then uh, there's Matt Gates. I've got an audio clip of him talking about uh, protesters. We're not, we're not even talking about people who are getting an abortion. This is like a one step removed. It's the women who attend uh, pro-choice rallies or protests. Here's what Matt has to say about them. Why is it that... The women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions. Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. Aside from being kind of funny, the thumb thing, you know, it's crazy to me that these are elected officials. This is now just like standard okay behavior for congressmen and senators and, you know, well, presidents can do it too. If there was any question as to what Matt Gates was saying, uh, he cleared it up in an interview. Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. I do kind of like that attitude, but still, first of all, Matt, have you seen Matt Gates? He should not be commenting on anyone's looks. But yeah, there's uh, there's no empathy shown there. Matt really needs to take my course. You know, speaking of empathy, it's been about a week since we talked about Meat Skelton, so I can bring him up, right? He's another one that's not very empathetic, unless, of course, it's an issue that is affecting him. Then all of a sudden, it's an issue that needs uh, everyone's attention. In a recent Apricity post, Mead wrote, Fat phobia must stop. He's very anti-fat because, you know, he's overweight. It's, It's an issue that affects him. By the way, I haven't even read through the entire post yet, but I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say that um, Mead is only talking about fat phobia in men. He's totally okay with fat phobia in women. Uh, No one wants a chunky girl. The only time a woman should gain weight is when she's uh, bred or whatever the correct terminology is with child. I only know livestock lingo. I can't wait for the day I inseminate my wife and she produces a litter for me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there I go. Yeah. yeah. Have a bit of a laughing spell. Yeah. 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 Could do that all day. All right. Uh, the post. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Mead is giving me the giggles today. All right. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I can't even do the voice right now. I'm ultra right wing, and I think fat phobia is a real thing. People body shame anyone who isn't thin. And if someone is underweight, they usually get super sympathy and encouragement. No one berates thin people for being thin. They even encourage unhealthy weight. The liberals hate fat people. All right, now Mead is just making shit up to fit his worldview. Liberals are the one, though the ones who are all about fat phobia and body shaming. It's fat liberal people. That's the same people Matt Gates calls thumbs. Women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight. Yes. There, there's your fat phobia, Mead. A member of your own party, my friend. All right, he says liberals, liberals hate fat people because we would survive a famine. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone whines about the obesity epidemic. They really want people to starve themselves. BMI is not accurate. I'm with you there, Mead. It doesn't work for anyone over five feet tall in reality. It can't measure your body fat. The more you're over five feet tall, the less accurate it is. We should go by waist measurement uh, with height as an indicator of health, which is more accurate. But I don't need people telling me I'm fat when I already know. People really are afraid of getting fat, so they attack fat people because they know they could end up like them. Even when fat people try to get in shape, they still get hounded for it. I mean, meat is kind of right. Fat people are looked down upon, but, you know, obesity is a problem. It causes lots of health issues. So there's a reason you, you, you should not want to be fat. You should work to, to get away from being fat. People replied, you know, with the obvious, it's like me, every other fucking post you start is about your looks, rating your looks, talking about how you're attractive. You can't understand why other people can't see it, stuff like that. Uh, oh, come on, Mead, how many threads have you opened up with? Don't I look better than? Aren't I more handsome than? Don't I look younger than? He's basically inviting criticism. A woman chimed in with, uh, it might sound shallow, but I wouldn't date a fat guy. A little overweight, maybe. Okay. But it shows a lot about how you take care of yourself and you value your health. Mead replied, it's not shallow, but lots of men will date morbidly obese women. Although I'm pretty sure Mead has talked about how he doesn't want a fat broad. Like it's okay for him to be overweight, but not the woman. I'm not sure why females won't date fat men. Then the bombshell. The very last reply, uh, as of right now, uh, was posted yesterday at 7.07 a.m. It's Mead saying, this was Shelly's thread. This entire time, it was one of Mead's alters speaking. Shelly! Can Shelly come out and play? I don't think 
a lot of people on the Apricity message board know who or what Shelly is because no one has replied. All conversation has stopped. The important thing is we know who Shelly is. All right, there's a little mead update for your Wednesday. Moving on now. Tylersaurus Rex provided a link to a very strange gay porn video. It's a combination of uh, your standard gay bareback sex video with a little HIV AIDS awareness, but also like a hint of bug chasing. You know, those guys who want to get all paused up. That's what they say while they're getting fucked by a guy who has HIV. Give me your pause load. Charge me up. Give me the gift. The video begins with a drag queen introduction, which is already kind of a boner killer. When you're all horned up looking for porn, you, you know, you want to see dick, ass, balls. You don't want to see like a, an ugly woman. Hi, I'm Bianca Del Rio, and you're probably wondering what I'm doing here in a porn movie. Yeah, you know what? I am wondering that. I'll do anything for money. Do you remember porn star Caden Gray, the HIV positive one, the one with the big dick? The one with no personality? Ha <laughs> ha, now you remember. Big dick, no personality? You just described every fucking porn actor. Well, she usually has sex in a condom. But lucky for you, she's finally taken it off. Here is her first bareback scene. Get ready to watch. This is why we needed a drag queen introducing this porn scene? You could have saved the time and effort and just uh, threw up some text on the screen like, hey! This HIV guy's going bareback. It's your lucky day. So this is actually part two of a movie called You Equals Fucking You. Oh my God, it's gotta be the worst time. Everything about this video is wrong. Just to catch you up to speed, here's some uh, little clips from the first installment. You see the HIV guy putting on a condom and then uh, fucking the bottom. Oh, oh. And as he pulls out, there's no condom. I think the condom slipped off. Where is the condom? It's like a magic trick. Tell me how you did it. Tell me how you did it. Uh, the bottom's asshole is all cummy, too. So uh, he really shot his load hard. He knew that condom was off. You have, like, AIDS? No. It's different than AIDS, sir. It's HIV. Way to queen out about it now. You knew going into this, although you didn't really seem to care or take note of the details. Like, as they were starting to fuck, he was like, hey, just so you know, uh, I have HIV. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just stick it in my asshole. Just put a condom on, stick it in. I'm super horny. I need dick now. Now that there's been a little a snag in the whole sex, he's uh, super concerned. What? You've got AIDS or something. People who are undetectable don't pass on HIV. That's this guy's uh, inner voice, I guess. Every gay's inner voice is a drag queen. No, he's watching a, a YouTube video or something where a drag queen explains it's okay to have sex with HIV people that are undetectable. Go raw. Who gives a fuck? They can't infect you, which I don't know. I mean, I guess that's true, right? You take the medicine and then you become undetectable. I mean, you still have HIV, so it sits in there. It's floating around. I don't want to be, uh, you know, AIDS phobic or whatever, but... I think I'd still prefer to hedge my bet. Like if I'm gonna have to have sex with an HIV person, uh, condoms, please. I know you're undetectable, but you know, those little buggers are wily. One might slip through, you know. 
By the way, this uh, the bottom uh, watches one video where one drag queen's like, yeah, yeah, undetectable, you can't get AIDS. And he's immediately back at this guy's house. He's like, all right, let's go for round two. Load me up, load me up, blow your sticky seed right inside me. An ugly man in a wig told me it's totally safe. That's good enough for me. Still, our bumbling bottom makes another social faux pas. They're going at it. Bottom sucking some dick here. He gets flipped over. He gets ready to be uh, poked. I'm fucking ready to ruin this ass. That's right. Ruin that ass. That what he said? You're going to pause me up, Daddy. Yeah. Pause him up. Give him the gift. What? Oh. Really? What is it? Uh, if that's what you want, you've, you're probably fucking the wrong person. Come on, dude. It's just a little sexy talk. It's like saying, you know, like, put your babies in me. You're not really putting babies in him. Same deal with this. Just, oh. you know, charge me up. No, I know. Oh, yeah? Oh. Say it. You can't pass it on. This is like in the middle of a gay porn scene, right? We're 11 minutes into the fucking, and boy, do things slow down. It's the, I've never seen anything like this in a porn. Talk about a mood killer. Can't pass what on. Oh. <laughs> you can't pass on HIV. And that's because. Oh, God. Um, yes, you're undetectable. What's that? You're undetectable. Louder. You're unfucking detectable. Now give me that fucking dick. <laughs> you know, it sounds like this top has a chip on his shoulder. Oh. Very sensitive. Oh, fuck. It's like, come on. This guy is letting you fuck him raw. He's totally okay with everything. He's just trying to spice it up. I want you to tell me that I'm clean. You're clean. Say it louder. You're clean, you're clean! You've got pristine cum! Crystal clear, good stuff! And don't you forget it! So after both of these guys come, there's a little after-sodomy chit-chat in the bed. Hey, do you say that a lot? I don't know. It just feels intimate, I guess. More like, I'm gonna put a baby in you. Yeah, but like, gay as fuck. (laughs) No, you know, I get it. Just, what if? This is like at the end of a sitcom when Danny Tanner is having a heart-to-heart with Stephanie over on Full House. (laughs) Stephanie, I just don't understand why you've been lying about skipping school this entire time. If you're not feeling well, you just need to tell me. I feel fine, Dad. Oh, so you just didn't want to go to school. I thought we talked about how important education... It's not that, Dad! Monday was bring your mom to school day and my mom's dead! I had no one to bring! It's just too hard! Oh, Stephanie. Pretty much just like that, except uh, with HIV-infected cum in your butthole. What if... What if you say to someone who has just been diagnosed and is really struggling? He's saying, what if you say, give me your pause loads to someone who was just diagnosed? Like, I don't know why someone who's just diagnosed with HIV is having bareback sex. Probably not a good idea. That shit can be rough. I don't know. I've never said it before. But why do you say bother you? I mean, 
everyone knows you're positive, right? I'm pretty sure I've seen you on your social media. Yeah, but on social media, I put it so that people can see that living with HIV is normal, that it's okay. But even for me, it's still like, it's still very vulnerable sometimes. It's not something that I would imagine, uh, not something I would expect people to have fun with, you know, at least without my consent. Mm. What he's saying is instead of demanding his pause loads, ask him nicely for his pause loads. Would you mind giving me your pause loads? Like that kind of consent? Mm. And I'm sure there are things about you that you don't like people fetishizing, huh? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I, I forgot to mention um, the bottom is a black guy. So you know where the top is going with this. I'm sure there are things about you that some people might fetishize. Could you could you think of one, huh? Do you I can think of a few. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like straight people are like, hey faggot. No, don't. I fucking hate that. <laughs> it's fucked up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. This video goes from not hot at all to a little hot to not hot. To a little hot, back to not hot. And then it just stays there. The drag queen at the beginning was bad enough, but then she sort of pops up again without warning. And then there's like a lecture in the middle of sex. And now there's this heart to heart, full house moment. You are kind of a faggot though. <laughs> Show me the receipts. Also, the acting is atrocious. No, no, no. I don't like any of this. I'll pass. Thank you. I will not be masturbating to this scene. And that's one to grow on. All right, uh, keeping things kind of sexy here, E-Fucked is back with another compilation, this time Unacceptable Devices 3, the third in, this, in the very popular Unacceptable Device series. This video features people using things to have sex with. The video begins with a different type of unacceptable device. We've got a woman butt-chugging or bugging. This, of course, is where your uh, asshole swallows liquor or drugs. In the case of uh, this video here, it looks like she's she's butt-drinking some Robitussin or, or something. Oh, my God. Why are you going to my She's in a public restroom, and she's trying to position herself like she, basically, she's trying to stand on her head. She needs to get her ass up in the air so she can empty that bottle. I know the next time. Do it. Let go. Someone hold the bottle there. This is really a two-person job. Like, you're at a bar. Just get wasted the normal way. Get blackout drunk, or if you want to experience something a little different, I'm sure there are plenty of guys willing to roofie your drink. No need to butt chug. Unacceptable Devices also features a video that uh, we brought to you first. I'm very proud of this. We got to it before E-Fucked. Before e Remember the uh, the clip of the guy uh, with, a, with a big gaping asshole? I know most of you are like, you need to be more specific, Tim. Every asshole you feature on DV is gaping in some way, shape, or form. Yes, yes, I know. Uh, well, this gaping asshole had a chain, a large chain being dropped down into it. You remember this sound, right? I mean, this is a big, fat metal chain. 
and it disappears completely in the ass. Well, then it comes all the way out. In spectacular, luby, farty fashion. That's just a little bit of what you can find in Unacceptable Devices 3. There's also a woman who fucks herself with a crossbow. I think later on in the video, there's someone who shoves a gun in her pussy. I mean, if you're a fan of fucking with firearms, this is really the video for you. Check it out, efuck.com. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this since December 2004. There are thousands of past shows in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes of DV. We did one yesterday and we'll be doing another exclusive show tomorrow. It's a great time to sign up so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check out our website, superfreaksideshow.com, for more information. If you would like to uh, just listen to some of the new Sideshow exclusive podcasts, uh, you can also sign up in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just a few taps. You'll start to receive all of the exclusive shows and all of the free programs as well. Just another way to get Sideshow content. And the final way to really uh, help us out, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. It seems like a politician has been ghosted one too many times because now he's introducing legislation to make it illegal. You're not allowed to stop talking to him. That's just rude. Too much full house today. A lawmaker is seeking to declare ghosting or the act of suddenly cutting contact with a person, usually a romantic partner without explanation, an emotional offense. That still has to be worse than a, like a real crime, right? We should just set up a whole other jail system for emotional offenders. You have to go to emotional jail. Uh, in filing House Bill number 611, Negros... Okay, got to be careful here. <laughs> Whoa, Tim. I guess I should state that this story comes from the Philippines. So, it you know, th that, that word is, it, it means something else. Ooh, in fi filing House Bill number 611, Negros Oriental... Ooh. <laughs> That one's also the double whammy there. Negro, I'm going to keep saying it. Negros Oriental representative Arnie Tevs Jr. argued that ghosting in a dating relationship can be mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausting to the ghosted person. Physically? Mentally, I, I, might, I might get, I might buy. Emotionally, definitely. But physically? What the hell is happening physically to your body when you're ghosted? Aside from maybe you, you might have to masturbate yourself. It's got to be what he's talking about, right, sex? He said that ghosting has adverse effects on the mental state of the one being ghosted, and the effects continue as they try to grapple with the unexplained reasons for the act. Guys, we can't outlaw hurting another person's feelings, and that's really what this is. I mean, I know we are in a very touchy-feely time in our history, where we're all very super sensitive and trying not to upset anyone. But, uh, you know, shit happens. 
What 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 would this person suggest? Uh, this woman obviously doesn't like you. It's pretty obvious. That's why she's no longer talking to you. People deal with this stuff differently. She could have talked to you face to face about this. She could have broke up with you over the phone in a note, text message. Maybe she felt like, hey, we only went on one date. I don't owe him any explanation. I just won't pick up my phone. Maybe a shitty way of going about things. But hey, is it criminal? No. Should it be? No, of course not. People are allowed to be dicks. You can't make everyone act the same way. Tev said ghosting can be likened to a form of emotional cruelty as it leaves the aggrieved with trauma due to no real closure. This sounds like a stalker. He sounds like a stalker that has lost track of the person he's stalking. And really, he's trying to make him himself the victim here. Quote, the ambiguity with ghosting is that there is no real closure between parties concerned, and as such, it can be likened to a form of emotional cruelty and should be punished as an emotional offense. I'm pretty sure um, caning is still done in the Philippines, right? Let's beat some manners into this bitch. I'd use a cane and I would uh, whip my phone number into her skin. There, now you'll never forget it. No excuse not to call me. Under the proposed measure, ghosting is loosely defined as a form of emotional abuse when a person is engaged in a dating relationship with the opposite sex, affecting the victim's mental state. While uh, Tev's proposed ghosting be declared an emotional offense, he did not provide any penalty for such act. The Negros, Negros, let's go with Negros. I'm trying my best here. Lightning bug. Uh, the Negros Oriental representative is the same lawmaker pushing to rename the Ninoy Aquino International Airport after the late dictator Ferdinand Marcos Sr. So this guy's very busy with legislation. All right, uh, second story we have for you. If you resisted receiving your Fauci ouchie, you're one of these individuals who became wise to the global scandemic. And now you only want to associate with people who have pure blood like you, untainted with government trackers and mutant DNA and all the other shit that's in the vaccine. You may have signed up for an anti-vax dating site. Well, I've got some bad news for you. Ironically, the site has been infected and exposed and all of your data has been stolen. An anti-vax dating website that allows users to procure, quote, mRNA-free semen. Now that's how you advertise a dating website. Get your semen. Get your hot, fresh, mRNA-free semen. It's sticky, it's gooey, it's gloppy, it's 100% natural, mRNA-free semen. Get your semen. Why don't they offer that stuff at baseball games? All right, uh, yes, the website that offers users mRNA-free semen left its users' personal data exposed online. The site, named Unjected, cute, launched in May of 2021 and claims to be the largest unvaccinated platform on the internet, initially made headlines back in August after its app was removed from the Apple App Store for violating the company's policies regarding COVID-19. Similar in design to Twitter and often referred to as the Tinder for anti-vaxxers, Unjected has remained under the radar ever since, quietly adding new features for its small user base. That's how you grow a business. I would totally invest in this if A, I had money and B, they weren't in the news for a data breach. 
The site now offers what it describes as mRNA-free blood match and fertility directories, where unvaccinated users can donate blood, sperm, or eggs to one another. It's interesting because uh, this dating website will probably have more information on its users than Tinder, Grindr, Plenty of Fish, well, whatever, Match.com, because... They're, they're literally offering up sperm and eggs and blood and shit. This website has a lot of info on you. Uh, the site now offers what it describes as mRNA-free blood matches and fertility, where unvaccinated users can donate. While some of the ads for blood appear legitimate, others, such as one offering up unvaccinated semen, appear to have been made in jest. The site's fertility section allows users the option to offer up their eggs, breast milk, or semen, Users can also offer to be a surrogate. Yet, according to the programmer and security researcher known online as Jop Jr., uh, the site's administrator dashboard was openly accessible to anyone. The dashboard allows uninject—I'm sorry—unjecteds administrators to add, edit, or deactivate pages such as the website's about us section as well as users' accounts. The discovery was made after the researcher noticed that Unjected's web app framework had been left in debug mode, allowing them to learn pertinent information that someone with malicious intent could abuse. The researcher was also able to give away $15 per month subscriptions to Unjected, as well as reply to and delete help center tickets and reported posts. He said uh, the site appeared to have been set up hastily and that basic security protocols were ignored. Unjected's co-founder Shelby Thompson acknowledged learning of the security issue in a comment on the platform. Uh, she states that she would alert her technical team to the issues outlined by the Daily Dot, who wrote an article all about uh, this issue and began fixing the vulnerabilities. Shortly after, users reported running into numerous glitches on Unjected that made their personal information even more exposed than before. Whoops. One user of Unjected wrote, I'm trying to be as kind as possible when I say this. Take the app down now before you end up in courts and don't realize it until you do proper software development testing. I take my privacy and security very seriously, and your app has severely violated trust, security, privacy, and safety. A second user said, I agree. This site, uh, this site should be taken offline until they get all the security issues resolved. Apparently, the site kept going uh, down and then back up. It looks like it was brought back online. Uh, and although no statements have been made, the most critical issues, uh, the exposure exposure of user data, has been fixed. Non-critical bugs still remain. I mean, it is kind of ironic, right? An anti-vax website riddled with bugs. <laughs> Final story we have for you today is actually two stories. Yes, it's another Florida twofer. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. I love these short ones that are just, you know, they're from Florida, so they're weird. They're quick hits, and then we move on. First up, a Florida woman was arrested for allegedly brandishing a pitchfork and a black whip as she stood outside a grocery store in the middle of a rainstorm. See what I mean? Lisa Ann Sloan, 56, is facing charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after she was discovered Tuesday with a pitchfork and a black whip in front of the main entrance of a Publix grocery store. This happened at around 2.12 p.m. 
store's owner said that Sloan had allegedly been trying to sell teddy bears, of course, behind the store before she started to run around with a whip and a pitchfork. I guess sales weren't going so well. She got agitated. This could have been her way to drum up business, you know. Who wouldn't want to stop and check out to see what was happening with the woman carrying a pitchfork and a whip? Uh, She used the pitchfork to stab a minivan. Officer David Moss approached the woman as she walked away, but she would not stop and refused to put the weapon down. He said he was able to quickly remove the weapon from her possession and assisted her to the ground where she was put into handcuffs and placed into the back of the patrol car. I've got a uh, kind of a bad photo, but you definitely get an idea of what we're dealing with here. Check out the chapter artwork. That's the woman. She's kind of in like a whole getup, isn't she? Got the whip, the pitchfork. She looks like she belongs in the Middle Ages or something. Moss noted that the woman appeared to be highly intoxicated. No, I don't believe that for a second. And on some sort of stimulant drug. Now, he asked the woman if she was on something. She said yes, but refused to provide any other details. Well, that's not entirely true. She specifically said, it's none of your business what God instructed before loudly screaming at the top of her lungs, God is great, over and over. Sloan can then be heard asking God to, quote, bring me out of this car before she screamed, let me out and began kicking the windows. Sloan then unbuckled her seatbelt and started to kick the rear uh, right window. Moss noted that she had recent cut mark scars on her legs and body, probably from the pitchfork. She's wielding that thing. She doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Uh, And bruises to her face and body from the whip. Sloan repeatedly stated that she felt no pain anymore and that God was in control. After it was determined, the 56-year-old did not need to be taken to the hospital. Really? She really? She didn't need to be taken to the hospital. She was transported to the Orange Lake County Jail without incident. The pitchfork was placed into evidence. So that's what Florida woman has been up to. Let's turn our attention to Florida man. A Madison County Waffle House employee called 911 on Monday night to report an attempted robbery. The suspect was unarmed and simply left after grabbing some napkins. Is it really a robbery if he just if he came to steal napkins? The police identified Edward William Rodriguez as the assailant based on video footage. Rodriguez entered the Waffle House on 145 Southeast Bandit Street at around 8 p.m. Witnesses described him as a white man wearing a gray hoodie, dark jeans, and a dark hat with dark hair. He was reportedly accompanied by a small dog. Can't bring a small dog into a Waffle House. He uh, shouted, get on the ground. Y'all are getting robbed. I don't I I can't believe anyone took him seriously. I mean, here's this guy holding a little chihuahua or a teacup poodle or something. Ah, I'm going to rob you. Get on the ground. This is a stick up. I like how the robbery didn't work out for him, but he didn't want it to be a total loss. So he grabbed some napkins on the way out. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah, I got something to show for it. He then stated that he was high and drunk before grabbing some napkins and walking out. While he didn't have a weapon, you know, he didn't have a gun per se. He did uh, try to turn his hand into his gun. You know, he 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 fashioned his finger to look like a gun. He had finger guns. Quote, the suspect didn't appear to have a weapon, but did raise his hands with his fingers in the shape of a gun. Deputies located Rodriguez at his residence and placed him under arrest without incident. I wonder if they confiscated the napkins, brought those back to the Waffle House. 
Uh, he admitted to the crimes. He was taken to the Madison County Jail on charges of unarmed robbery and assault. The 911 caller told deputies no one was hurt in the incident. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Let's do just a couple real quick voicemails and uh, we'll call it a day. Hey, hey Timmy. Boo. It's Unicorn Hamster checking in. Listen, oh, I, just, I just seen uh, on the internet on the one of those Facebook or Twitter machine. Uh, I seen actually a movie poster of the new Ninja Turtles movie coming. Another reboot. Oh, really? Now the last Didn't know another one was coming out. Ninja Turtles movie I saw where they were like fucking eight feet tall. I thought that sucked. But this one, and uh, I wanted your opinion. I always wanted, like, I like the EMNT from the early 90s, of course, but uh, right. I was always curious why didn't they have. Brain and Bebop and Rocksteady, and this one supposedly is going to be more like the oh. cartoon. And now that I'm interested in, you get the techno drum up in this bitch, and you you know I always like that, and I know they they you know in the original cartoon, Shredder had his clan of foot soldiers, and the foot soldiers were robots, right? And the reason why they did that is because, uh, you know, cartoons at the time, I don't know if this is still the case, probably is, like kid shows, you can't show killing, right? And so they needed a way to destroy, you know, when the, when the turtles fight these foot soldiers, so they made them robots. That was a common thing uh, that would happen in cartoons. There'd be robots fighting because you can kill robots. They're not, they're not really alive. So uh, the the foot soldiers were. I always liked that though. I liked that there was like an army of robot foot soldiers, and I love the idea of the technodrome. And they're trying to like uh, get this technodrome, this big thing, uh, working again to take over the world, like that. I just wanted your opinion. What did you like? You know, what the uh, Timmy Boo's go-to cartoon and uh, oh. Saturday mornings or after school? Oh yeah, I did was all like- about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was my jam. Before that, uh, I loved the Ghostbusters cartoon. Ghostbusters or yeah, absolutely Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles better. Oh, better. I you know, although I really like Ghostbusters, I think I was into uh, Ninja Turtles more. I like just just based on like how many toys I had. Uh, the action figures and everything. I like them both. Uh, I remember one Christmas I had this flashlight, and it was just a flashlight, but it was like a, one of the weapons from the... And then you point it at the fucking wall, and it'd be oh, a, show a, little a ghost. monster and shit. That yeah, I remember that. I, I didn't have it, but I remember seeing that in, like... Uh, I think sometimes when you would buy some of the Ghostbuster toys, like the Proton Pack, uh, they would, they would uh, include, like, this little, like... Uh, uh, brochure or flyer or something that would show off all the other toys they had. My name is Charlie Bright. This is a notification call from our Department of Tax, Debt, and Financial Settlement Service. Oh, good luck getting money out of me, asshole! <laughs> I'm getting a lot of those calls lately. Uh, on all, anywhere you can call me, I'm getting like scam calls from China, tax departments. To respond to this message, uh oh. Here comes Vlad. Hey, what's up? My name's Nick, and I was looking to talk to a woman, and can I tell you a secret that 
I can. Yeah, you can tell us a secret. <laughs> It'll be just between you and me. I can just tell anyone. We've changed the rock. What was the. I don't know what, what the secret was. Go ahead. You're connected. Vlad will get to the bottom of this. Take it away, Vlad. When done, hit the pound sign. That's the pound sign. Say hello. Hello? Hey, Nick. Good How are you? I'm so fucking good. You have a secret. Uh-huh. I'm like a little nervous, like shy telling anyone. Yeah. Well, it's just you and me. Okay. Um, I'm like, secretly I'm like, really into trans women a lot. Oh, well, boy, do I have some great news for you. Yeah. That's your secret? Yeah. Like, oh, come on. That's so, fucking, that's so fucking normal. Yeah, it's kind of a bad secret to have. You'd think that would be one of the secrets that you would, uh, you would, you'd want to give out right away because that's who you want to talk to, right? So what? So what if you're into trans women? How are we supposed to know you want to talk to a trans woman unless you say it? I guess maybe because, like, maybe in a guy, I don't know. It's like... Big, big I mean, fucking deal. Like, whatever... Like, here's the thing. Like, whatever, like, turns you on. Like, just... As long as it's not... As long as it's not scat or animals or, like, too fucking weird... Or, like, children or something. Like, just roll with it. Whatever makes your dick hard. Well, here's the thing. That's my other secret. Right. I'm only into trans children. Like, like seeing, like, a, like a beautiful woman and, like... Like, like, like. Like, like, like just, You need to do a mental find and replace on that word. And, like, her penis, like... Y'all are using it too much. Thank you. Like I can't. It's like I can't. I can't take my eyes off of it. And I don't know if you know what I mean. Oh, I definitely know what you mean. <laughs> like, like, um, he's nervous. Like, it, I don't know. It's kind of fun to like explore something new and like, like. Take a shot every time he says like. It's like be kinky and like. Just try something new. We'll be dead by the end of this phone call. Can I ask how old you are, Nick? 20, 28. You're 28. You're, you're a young 28. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Come on. Come on, Vlad. Use your real voice. Get him off. Yes. I don't know. I'd say like 20, well, 31 or 2. That's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of, like, I don't know, like, just like... Oh, my God. Oh, my like God. I, and so this is where the phone call drops off, and Vlad did not even bother to call back. She, he was so bored with this one. I feel like he could have done something. I mean, he's got his male voice he could have used to, to help get him off. all U.S. citizens on our state Look list. Another uh- one. <laughs> one of these fake... Okay, let's try one more here. Come on. Gotta be a real call coming in. Hey, yo, what up? It's Nine Inch Grinch. I got that shit that make you really want to... I don't even know, actually. Forget I said anything. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I heard Nine Inches. I became interested. You lost me, though. All right, uh, let's just end it right there. 
an abysmal batch of voicemails today. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, it's an oh, God. You're unfucking detectable Now, give me that fucking dick. Right, the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. It's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.